So I'm going to read out a question by Anton, Anton Nicolotto. I'll read it out for the sake of the recording. You can all see it on the chat. Um, and Anton, if I leave anything out, you can feel free to unmute yourself and uh, have a conversation directly with Johannes. Anton writes, it was an extremely thought-provoking film on so many levels. I wonder how exactly the critical distance emerges through this practice of estrangement. James seems to be fascinated by recognition, i.e. the narrative of fame and a successful career in music that include the imaginaries and discourses on money, corruption, and self-realization. The camera and the ethnofictional project here seems to capitalize this imagination of his self with all its doubts and ironies that were quite interesting to me to see. So the linear chronological narrative of aging and personal biography appear to multiply the individual self through imagining the self in the future. Yet, it seems to me that they are also reasserted through the reenactment of ideas that James has already had about successful rock musicians and how they look at different yes, stages yes, in absolutely. their life. Yeah, we, we just spoke about this, yeah. I felt narratives of climate change were rather extra additive to that yes. narrative of self-realization. And dramatic action, believe in yourself. Wouldn't estrangement generate new forms of reflexivity and role modeling? without at the same time being a didactic imposition by the anthropologists? Well, I mean, you, in your previous um, answer to Magda, you, you actually um, like expanded on it, uh, I guess, a lot more. Um, it's just my, um, what I'm wondering about is, is um, in, in, in such projects, if we are, and I mean, this is the hesitation that I want to express also on my behalf, if we are uh, kind of becoming like a, um, uh, like a uh, providing a service for people to spill out their kind of like uh, fantasies that that kind of reproduce this um, sort of ideological a lot of this kind of ideological sort of narratives from Hollywood that um, and they're they kind of like a place playful interesting aspect that kind of might might come up on the side that are interesting, but um, I wonder like. I mean, my question was really, how, do you, how would you deal with this risk um, of, in a sense, um, a sort of a reinforcing the, the imagination or, or this kind of affordances of kind of dominant sort of um, forms of imaginaries that, that, that kind of don't really produce any um, sort of alternative forms of imagination, but they kind of just reinforce the potentialities that they're already there, in a sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. But those are also... I mean, that's where we have to start, of course. So that's, it, it, we're talking about different things now. As, as an anthropologist, that's what I'm interested in. I'm, I'm interested in what, you know, uh, what narratives people uh, adopt. Uh, it, it doesn't matter if they're mainstream Hollywood narratives. How, how do they adopt them, uh, those narratives about the future? And how do they apply them, yeah? So it's more like the, if you start thinking about how to change the world, that it becomes interesting and challenging, uh, uh, those narratives. I mean, when you actually more actively become a, a, a one to create social change through applied theater, for example. And but I think still think even if they're connected, uh, uh, my primary interest is to understand other people and not necessarily to change them, <laughs> even if that happens automatically. Like I'm being changed by James, of course. Maybe share a bit more about your thoughts in terms of 
this in thinking about a media ecology where all of these kind of these flows of images yeah they um well obviously it's quite dominating and hegemonic with hollywood but we also have nollywood and we have bollywood and we have dream imaginaries that you know come to us from iconography within um islam within catholicism so we have like different uh repositories to draw from so i was just wondering if you could elaborate a little bit uh speaking from your many years of working together with James, like what, what do you, I mean, you're a Swede living in uh, England for many years. What do you have in common and where do you like kind of depart? I understand. I'm going to call it collaboration. I understand. How do you negotiate and how are these uh, narratives negotiated and developed? Is that these Not different only, but directions? Also, how do we, how do we send something out into the world in how we negotiate or collaborate with people in the form of, of ethnofictions that are doing something else, not as a pushback or an alternative okay. to, but how does it work with these different kinds of imaginations and iconographies okay. it, and right. in okay. this ecology? But, but, and again, so, so two things here. Again, same response I gave to Anton. As an anthropologist, my it, uh, <laughs> the the activism, the the to achieve new future strategy and social change is a byproduct. And what I really want to do is just to understand uh, how uh, how these narratives about the future and, and uh, how, how cultural meaning is produced in relation to imaginations about the future. Yeah, so so. The, the the actual impact of all of uh, of, of any ethnographic films we, we make uh, it, i don't know i never really cared about it but uh, besides acknowledging it however what what i can say which is just extremely interesting with regards to ethnofictions and ethnoscience fictions if the way is the way uh, projective improvisation works in the creation of combinations of new narratives. So in this intersubjective uh, relationship between me as an anthropologist and, and, and the protagonist and participants of the field work, uh, we bring together. So in, I was still a slave under naturalism and uh, well, at least realism when I did transfiction, for example, and, and it may be coming from this Swedish Ingmar Bergman uh, or whatever documentary perspective. And then I met with Bibi and Fabia and they had uh, over the years, of course, been completely indoctrinated by the, by the telenovela. The, <laughs> the very, you know, uh, we would say camp uh, tele telenovelas of Brazil with these dramas here. That, so it became this, this combination. And this is what's interesting because I think that the, the ethnofiction works as a sponge. You know, you, 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 it absorbs, or it's meant to absorb whatever is, is there. And then it, it, you just take that. So in that case, it became this, this weird mix of, of telenovela and Swedish naturalism. <laughs> and in, in, in the case of Sean Rouge, it became a weird, combination of his surrealist interests 
and uh, and griot storytelling you know uh, w w working uh, w w with his collaborators in 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 west africa yeah so so now in a similar way i think he's James is close closer to me. We 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 consume the same stuff basically, so it was less it, the, the risk here, <laughs> and I don't know if Anton and you are pointing at this is that we rather than uh, uh, clashing, uh, we actually just reinforcing uh, the same kind of Hollywood uh, narrative that we both consume through our uh, ethno science fiction. I don't know that, but. I think that's what should made, be made uh, uh, transparent through the reflexivity. Can I pose a quick follow-up question? Absolutely, please, Karen. Okay, but Johannes, I, I didn't mean it from uh, like a position of normativity or we have to speak against the Hollywood narrative. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly yeah, okay. after what you're... Uh, what you're describing now, because I love okay, that cool. in the form of film, this kind of the telenovela, it had this kind of isomorphic yeah. kind of feel where it grew out of, you know, their media imaginations. And, and I was just wondering about that in relation to, to you and James's collaboration okay. I, or negotiation. Anton pointed out that for, for, for James, everything is about becoming a, a super uh, rock star. So he's very much into that narrative that I was never into. So uh, maybe, uh, and also, uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking, oh, you know, the eye of the tiger, you know, you, you can, you, you're going to make it. <laughs> you're going to go and get it, that American, uh, idea uh, uh, about the American dream and realizing yourself through music, but also how he comes back and save everyone like Jesus. I think that's, <laughs> that's, that's quite amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs>